0: The executive director of Papua New Guinea's Institute of National Affairs, Paul Barker, has called the destruction of squatter settlements in the country's cities vandalism by the state and a breach of people's human rights. His comments come after bulldozers were brought earlier this month to tear down the makeshift housing in the Morata settlement in Port Moresby. The ripping down of the settlements and expulsion of this residents is a common feature of life in PNG's biggest city, where there are dozens of such communities. Mr Barker points out that the people who have been living in these places do not have anywhere else to live because almost all land is held by the customary landowners and is not being made available to private homeowners. He told Don Wiseman the residents are from all walks of life. People who are artisans, people who are professionals in many cases, sort of, there are teachers in there, there are lawyers, there are people working for the UN agencies it's it's a pretty broad spectrum of society who are looking for affordable, but sometimes just simply somewhere that they can live, because uh, there's such a limited amount of formal land. And the government used to have a housing commission that provided houses, for example, for essential workers and for various other segments of the community, uh, including um, hostels for young women, and so on. By and large, they hadn't had the funds. You could say they've Misused the funds, they've sold off assets, but they haven't replaced them. So there's not the land available for people to subdivide or to be allocated to actually develop their own houses. And there aren't the portions that have been made available for commercial or developments. Yes, there are a few, but it's only a fraction of what is needed for a growing population. And it's partly a reflection of the concentration of money and activities in the urban areas by successive governments and and the private sector. So you're not seeing the level of investment and support for rural infrastructure, for agricultural activities and, and other things. So people, if they are wanting to get better educational opportunities or to visit a health centre or a hospital, they have to move to the urban areas. So many people send their relatives to stay with relatives in the capital to be able to get a step up in education. And there's a, a lot that's going on. But many of these houses that are built in the settlements, they're not people who are on the fringe. These are working people who often invest considerable amounts to make themselves good, decent homes for themselves and their families and seek to make them as safe as possible. So, yes, we know there are law and order problems, which is one of the big issues, and there are certainly concerns over customary land that has uh, gone to settlers from other provinces. To what extent are these settlements illegal? Are they illegal? Well, many of them are the result of arrangements between customary owners and settlers. So they're not legally binding arrangements, But they are paying uh, customary owners to be able to build houses. And and in many cases, as I say, they're building very good houses, but there is clearly a high risk involved. Some of them are uh, are built on, on state land. State does not have a lot of land, most of that has disappeared in most of the urban centres. I'm told that there's only one urban centre where there's a significant amount of available land, and that's uh, over in Vanimo in uh, West Seapik. But all the other urban centres have a shortage of available land, and no new land has been acquired by the state. And that is the mechanism that's meant to be available for people to be able to establish commercial or private homes through the government having acquired the land in the first place. Now, clearly, that's inadequate, so many alternative mechanisms have been developed using all kinds of arrangements. So yes, there is a high level of Ill- illegality to that, or certainly lack of security to that. But at the same time, no arrangement has been made to provide an alternative. And the other thing is that many blocks of land are being allocated through backdoor means through to influential people who frankly have no more rights. certainly no more need, much less need, than the people who are settling or building houses just to sort of establish their families. So these sometimes are allocated as unadvertised blocks granted without advertising. Sometimes they're using what are called urban development leases. Some of them are using other mechanisms which are actually designed for schools and other facilities, not for private arrangements. And yet those sort of deals are happening with powerful politicians and others who want land for business activities or additional properties or real estate or whatever. It's not necessarily the traditional owners who are behind the bulldozers and police being sent in to clear these areas out. No, these are very substantially businesses that by one means or another have acquired this land. Maybe sometimes it's through open processes, but sometimes it's certainly through discrete deals that are, are struck. And in many cases, it's uh, it involves overseas people, sometimes in partnership with a local businessman, a local politician, someone else. But yeah, it's outside interests And certainly outside capital that's coming in. Well, the onus is very clearly on the government to find some land that it can leave these people, sell to these people or use to accommodate these people is not it? Absolutely. You know, there have been plans over the years, and there has been designation of land, like the National Capital District in uh, Port Moresby has earmarked land for different purposes, but they don't have a power to enforce that. And then officials in lands department are sometimes doing these deals, sometimes going right up to the ministers, who sometimes over the years have actually allocated themselves very substantial portions of land. A whole succession of, of ministers have done that, but also some officials. So and I certainly wouldn't want to suggest that everyone is corrupt in there. There are some very dedicated people who want to do the right thing, want to expose this, and want to sort of be able to address the problem and recognize that the priority needs to be to look after Papua New Guineans and their housing needs in urban areas because, you know, inevitably people are going to be in the ho- urban areas for jobs. I mean, when this occurred, I know people who couldn't take their Kids to school because their teachers had lost their houses. People who'd uh, PMVs, the buses, they weren't travelling because they, uh, yeah, they were having to go and try and rescue their goods and services. And there was even a, a court injunction in this uh, latest situation, which required that they halted the clearance operations. And yet the bulldozers continued with police present. And sometimes it certainly does seem to be true that the police prioritise certain business interests that reward them over maintaining the rule of law and order in PNG. Let's say, in the case of this most recent eviction, where do these people go? The NCD governor is indicating he's going to try and find some land. The prime minister has made some statements apologising for the situation. But the onus is certainly on them to actually assist and, and not just to pay lip service now and then and then forget it because otherwise these people then all have to move in with their relatives and by and large many of these houses have already got large numbers of people residing in them relatives people going to school in uh, in Moresby or lay or wherever being looked after by relatives and uh, and then you demolish their house and they then look around for other relatives that they can try and move in so it places. A double burden on them. And not so many will go back to the home provinces. And it couldn't have come this this one just lately couldn't have come at a worse time because it's the time of the finals exams. It's the grade eight, the grade 10 and the uh, the final grade 12 school exams. And then you go and bulldoze houses. It's it's very much lacking any sympathy, empathy or whatever.